Hello, my lovelies, and welcome back to Listen Closely. I am your host, Bobby, and today we are going to be talking some true crime slash cold case. And I wish we didn't have to talk about these. There are way too many to cover, but unfortunately, there are bad people in the world, so I still have to talk about these. But I am more than willing to talk about any case. Uh, If you have any cases that you'd like me to cover, just let me know. You can either email me, httlistenclosely at gmail.com. You can also message me on Facebook, and you can find me at httlistenclosely, or just by typing in Listen Closely Podcast, and I will be the first one to pop up. So let me know what you want me to cover, because I am more than willing to give these victims an outlet and their justice. Today's case, we're going to be talking about a three-year-old. You heard it right, a three-year-old. That's so sad. Um, we're going to be talking about Megan Garner and just a little bit of background on Megan Garner when Melanie Jackson her mother described her daughter the first two words that came to mind were energetic and bright at just three years old Megan was already learning to write and spell and she had tons of energy and would spend time running around and playing she absolutely loved to play with her toys run around and play with other children especially her two older siblings and of course that's every three-year-old has those you know bursts of energy I mean that's just being a part of kid But she also was a very bright and beautiful little girl. So on March 27th, 1991, spring break for the school children in Tyler, Texas, including Megan's older uh, siblings, were in full effect. Now, in spring break, you know, kids want to have fun. They don't have to go to school for just a little bit, you know, just a little bit longer of a time to kind of relax. You already got in the full swing of school and you you just need that extra little relaxation. So Melanie, her mother, arranged for Megan's aunt and cousins to come over to play and just have a nice relaxing day with some movies and playing at the playground. And while Melanie and Megan's aunt uh, remained in the apartment, Megan and her brother and cousins went down to a nearby playground. Now, she had only recently been allowed to go to the playground with her cousins and siblings. Uh, The playground was right next to the apartment, so it was just only a few feet away. But as protective parents, you know, you don't want your child to venture too far. Even back then, like, you just wanted to make sure that they stayed close. So she was just now starting to be allowed to go out with her brother and, you know, older children. So around... 11.15 a.m., Megan came back to the apartment to grab a quick little snack and to also take some back to the playground for the other children. Then, about 10 minutes later, the other children returned to the apartment, but Megan was not with them. Uh, The other children said they hadn't seen her and thought that she was with the mom, but she wasn't. Melanie went out to search for Megan, but when she couldn't find her, she contacted law enforcement to report a missing person. So the police arrived in the 4600 block of... Paluxy Drive, and that's where this apartment was located. Although there was an extensive search for Megan, law enforcement was unable to track down any witnesses who had seen Megan, nor did anyone report seeing anything suspicious. Like, she just vanished out of nowhere. There was no real, you know, like a like a stalker person kind of waiting in the background or somebody watching the kids. Like, nobody saw anything out of ordinary. They just, you know, the kids were playing one minute, and then the next minute, she's gone. So what happened to little Megan Garner? Well, we honestly don't know. It has been 30 years ago, so she would be 33 today. As much as law enforcement has continuously to look into this case, uh, they pull it off the cold case file area and they look into it time and time again, and they still have absolutely no leads. 
They have nothing to go on. Like, there's not anything that's popped up. So that's the really sad part about this case in particular is they just know absolutely nothing. There's been no reports of, you know, a child who was abducted. There was no reports of, or they haven't found a body of any sorts. Like, they've just found absolutely nothing. And I guess that's kind of a good thing that they've not found anything because, you know, Melanie, her mother, still has hope that her daughter is alive and she will one day be reunited with her. Um, she wants her daughter to know that she is still loved and she is still being searched for. Her mother's not giving up any hope whatsoever that she'll one day see her daughter. And that's one of the beautiful things, but it's got to be torture. And you just, your heart goes out to this mother because she lost her little girl at three years old. She does not know what kind of a person she could have been or who she is. Like, it's super sad. They have done one of those age progressions, and I'm going to post that on my Facebook and Instagram because I think it's one of those things, like, you have to see this picture, and hopefully we can find some answers for this family because they definitely deserve it. So, at the time of disappearance, Megan had brown hair and brown eyes. Her clothes, I mean, it's... The clothes she was wearing, while that is very important, at 30 years from when it happened, I mean, obviously she's not wearing those same clothes. But when she was abducted, she had a long sleeve pink, blue, and green t-shirt with a horizontal stripes, uh, pink corridor pants, blue socks, and a pair of blue and white Reebok sneakers with the blue trim. It, again, that's not really going to help now as far as if she did get a chance to grow up. And, you know, she's definitely not wearing those clothes. But if in the very sad event that she is found, that is the description that they have of what she was wearing the day she was abducted. Uh, they do classify this as a non-family abduction. Again, this was in Tyler, Texas. Now, I do want to real quickly point out that there is one website. So out of all the websites I've found Every one of them says that there's absolutely no leads, no nothing that they can say. But there's this one website that does say that she was described being seen with an unidentified man. And he is described as being Caucasian and standing between five foot eight to five foot nine. Uh, he was approximately 35 years old in 1991, and he had a muscular build. But the investigators are unsure if the child seen with the man was in fact Megan, and the man remains unidentified. So there is absolutely nothing on this that's like a solid suspect or anything. That's just like the man was seen around in the area with a child. But like I said, the rest of the websites don't even mention that part. They just say there's no leads. There's nothing on this case. Her disappearance is just simply an unsolved mystery. The investigators are continuing to, re to receive tips about this. Even now, they're still working hard to bring this family some answers. If you do know anything regarding Megan's disappearance, you can call 1-800-THE-LOST or the Tyler Police Department's Missing Persons Unit at 1-903-531-1000. Even if it was 30 years ago, they are still actively searching and they're not giving up. And that's one of the most important things to take from this is they're not giving up. Her mother's not giving up on her. The police are not giving up on her. They want answers. So I want to say those numbers again because it is super important. And if you do anything, just go to my Facebook, go to my Instagram, share this information, and hopefully we can find some answers for this family. But those numbers again are 1-800-THE-LOST 
or you can contact the Tyler Police Department's Missing Persons Unit at 903-531-1000. I'll be posting the articles I found on her. They have her up on the Missing Children's Center or the Missing and Exploited Children. They have her on the Charlie Project. Like, she is everywhere, and you need to see these photos because it'll just break your heart of this little girl. They Again, they do have an age progression to about age 29. So I will post that as well. So that way you can kind of see what she would look like today. Because you never know. We're not saying that something tragic to happen to her and that she's passed away. She could very well be alive still to this day and not know that she's missing. So we don't want to give up hope. We don't want to, you know, think the worst has happened as far as her death. I mean, obviously something bad has happened to this little girl and she was taken way too soon and away from her family. But we are not going to say that she has passed on. We are going to have that hope with this family because the mom, uh, Melanie, she still believes that she will find her daughter one day and be reunited. And I, for one, do not want to squish that beautiful thought. Uh, I do believe that she will one day get her answers that she needs. But that is all we're going to cover as far as this case. It is super sad. Check out my Instagram. Check out my Facebook. Share this information. Get this family some answers. And if you can only do one thing, always remember to listen closely.